I'm Jim Steele. Glad to be with you this afternoon. In the studio with us is uh, Reedy Minch. Welcome, Reedy. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. Reedy is uh, with um, Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina. And uh, like everybody else, uh, they've been um, really quiet for about a year now because of COVID-19. Over a year, yeah. Really quiet, but, but really, still really busy. Busier than ever busier than ever that's sort of the quandary that we're in that it is um you know we've had to revamp everything we're doing because we can't do things the same way with covid um but the need is so great yeah um so we're needing to get to more people when during a quarantine is not the easiest thing ever we've seen the pictures and we've heard the stories that uh on account of the fact that people were out of work they weren't working as much um and that meant that they were coming um, for uh, goods that uh, uh, Second Harvest uh, has on hand more than ever. So what did that do for your supplies? Well, luckily, there were a lot of um, we the good thing that comes out of COVID is that you realize how generous our community is. And that we were really thankful for all the different grants, all the different funding that we've been able to get. Um, you know, one of the big things that happens also has happened with COVID, um, which is one of our touch points anyway, is childhood childhood hunger. And that was one of the really, really um, big areas where there was a struggle because all these kids weren't in school. And yeah. that, that's where, you know, a majority of people who are on who are low income, that's where their kids eat every day. So that was a big concern of ours, um, getting food to um, children's and seniors. Um, you know, seniors are obviously high yeah. risk anyway, and they w- were getting out less than they normally were. And then you have that other gap of people who have never had to look for food ex- assistance yeah. before. You know, there are certain people that just know, like they've lived low income lives their whole lives. They know when the food pantry at the church down the street sure. is. They know where the, when to go get meals at the soup kitchen. But then there's this whole because of COVID, a whole new group of people who don't know where to go, don't know what to do, and don't know how to find the food that they need. So for a lot of people, the mission of Second Harvest Food Bank was, it was a great idea, but they had no I, no need for it, so it really wasn't real. Exactly. It's just one of those things. You see one of those, our pretty little food drive boxes in the grocery store or at your church or at your kid's school. You know, bring a little bag of uh, canned goods, drop it in there, and have no idea. I mean, I can say I was like that before I started working at sure, Second Absolutely. Heart. No idea where it goes. No idea. You just feel like you've done done good. But had I ever been in a position that I needed to look for something, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. So the folks um, who were coming to see you over the past year, a lot of them were, were completely new clients. Correct. Now, we work as a, I sort of compare it to like a wholesaler retailer. Yeah. So we do not do like direct distribution per se. Now, we do do some a little bit um, from Second Harvest. So we work through our network of partner agencies. So just a little Second Harvest info commercial uh, here. We, even though we're in one. We cover from Boone to Burlington, so 18 counties. Um, We actually just this past Monday opened a physical location that's a distribution center, not a public one, but a distribution center and a nutrition center in Greensboro. So that's our first actual physical 
presence in Greensboro. Again, we obviously have partner agencies that work over there. Um, so really a lot of the legwork has fallen on our partner agencies to sort of mobilize because they're the ones, for the most part, that are the ones that come to Second Harvest and get the food and sort of bridge that gap between um, us having all this food and all these people who don't have food and don't know where to get food. It's 335. You're listening to Afternoon Jazz at 90.5 FM, WSNC, Winston-Salem, jazz and all its colors from the campus of Winston-Salem State University. I'm Jim Steele in the studio with us this afternoon, Reedy Mish from Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina, talking about uh, the status of um, Second Harvest uh, uh, after a year of COVID. And one of the things that uh, we've been reading about with Second Harvest and, and so many other organizations is you have a whole new set of needs because people were inside. They were scared to come outside. So a lot of people that were supporting uh, Second Harvest with blood and sweat and tears, they weren't around. Exactly. So that was one thing that really, really was a very steep learning curve for us because we do rely so heavily on our volunteers. Um, and so, you know, especially at the beginning of COVID, people weren't coming to volunteer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, A, for the most part, they weren't allowed. And B, even if they were allowed, most people weren't comfortable coming. So we were lucky. Um, I believe in about April of last year, we had um, a large number of National Guard that were okay. that was were deployed to Second Harvest. I believe I might get the number wrong, but sixty. It was a lot. Yeah. Um. And they can do. They could do everything from drive forklifts in the um, warehouse. They could drive our like rural routes. They could drive tractor trailers. They could help with some of the. We had an influx of produce, um, because restaurants weren't open. Yeah. Um, people weren't going to the store and buying produce. Um, so we were getting lots of that and we couldn't get it out fast enough and we couldn't store it. Um, so we were trying to do some like direct dis distributions at our place to get rid of that. The um, National Guard was was helping with that. Now that number has slowly dwindled and this actually past week was the last week that we actually have any National Guard. So we are now just running on our second harvest staff, as well as any volunteers. And we have seen an uptick in volunteers. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of distributions that are outside. Um, so that's a, you know, a comfort level of a lot of people. Um, and then there are some groups that are comfortable coming inside um, and still doing our normal like sorting um, volunteer activities um, and stuff like that. Um, but we still are in are in desperate need because and a lot of our volunteers honestly were retired and were sure. older yeah. um so they're just and that's as we all know that's sort of a group that probably for the most part isn't going back to pre-covid life yeah. um for any reasons other than what's absolutely necessary um so that's that's one thing that we're really are still encouraging people who are comfortable with it to come out to volunteer um you know obviously at any time if you came to a distribution or came to our warehouse if you weren't comfortable you know you're welcome to leave but we do um try as hard as possible to stay within safety guidelines and make everybody feel safe and secure um <clears throat> and at the same time help and feel good and that's the other thing a lot of people now have a, a little bit more flexibility in their schedule because they work from home and you know kids are home a little bit more so age kids mm -hmm. can volunteer um so some people who you know maybe haven't had the time or capacity to be able to volunteer now's a good time again if you're comfortable vaccinated if 
that's your thing, um, then now's a good time to sort of test the waters. Okay, so so give us uh, a little bit of information about becoming a volunteer. Since for a lot of listeners, this is totally new. They've never volunteered for Second Harvest. So we'll have the information, of course, uh, on our Facebook page. But um, once they contact you, what is the next step to being a, a volunteer? So what you, the easiest way to find, like, just sort of our catalog of what's available is on our website, Second Harvest NWND. NWNC, um, dot org, and I believe it's uh, How Can I Help tab, and then that will list every volunteer activity we have coming up. Um, and so that, and they're usually, I believe, two-hour um, chunks most days during the week. We do have some Saturday distributions also. Those are outside. Those are normally in downtown Winston. Um, we've got some Thursday ones that are outside as well. Um, again, it's mostly what would be like sorting, salvage, um, sorting through some perishable food um, and like frozen food. Um, but as far as like time-wise, there's a pretty much anything that would suit your schedule is available. So it's, it's, it's flexible. It's not a whole lot of time that uh, the average volunteer would need to, uh, to, to use. Uh, but it's something that is definitely needed right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that uh, we remember talking about every year is uh, one of your big events. And uh, it's, it's, kinda, it's almost like a special event. I guess it is a special it event. It is a special event. But, if you ask but me. It, it's almost like an entertainment event because um, you've got a lot of things that are, it's got a lot of components. Uh, and it's your Empty Bowls um, event. So talk about that because it's got the arts component, it's got kind of a celebrity component. It's just, and, it's, and of course, it's a community event. So let's talk about that and how you are able to put that back on this year uh, as we're getting out of COVID 19. Absolutely. So obviously, last year, it's always an April so obviously last year canceled like that was just right when everything hit it was a no-brainer canceled it nobody was doing any events so that was a sad decision but an easy decision to make um this year you know we're still like what do we do you know people are sort of over like virtual events and that was our opinion we didn't feel comfortable doing an in-person a true in-person event so um, we decided on sort of this, I don't really even call it a hybrid, um, but essentially a drive-through. And just a little Empty Bowls history, this actually marks the 20th anniversary of Empty Bowls. So that we also felt yeah. like we really needed to do something special. And for those of y'all who have been around in our community for a long time, it was sort of like a little tiny like pop-up in its first year at the fire station behind the Benton Convention Center. Um, and then that with, I believe, I think it was the um, fireman who made like chili and made the soup there. Um, and then fast forward up into the last event we actually had, which would have been 2019. It was at the Benton Convention Center, two day event wow. with 1800 people wow. who came. Um, as you said, it's a huge community event because we call on local potters and different artists who will donate time, donate their pottery. Um, it would always involve celebrities coming out and serving the soups. There's usually some sort of entertainment. Um, the Sawtooth Center usually did. Who There's a great partner of ours who make a lot of bowls themselves yeah. in their classes. They would usually do a little live demonstration. Um, it was just a really fun, like high energy event that everybody looked forward to. And it also the origin of it um, sort of 
got its roots from the stone soup proverb. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. great story. You know, very briefly, if you, if you don't, uh, a traveler goes into a village, doesn't ha- is hungry. The whole village is hungry. Um, all he has is a pot. He goes around to neighbors, at, kind of begging for food. Um, everybody essentially gives him like something small. He takes it puts it in his pot with a couple rocks, fills it up, and makes this huge pot of delicious soup and feeds the whole village. So that ties so closely with our um, mission anyway, that it takes a whole community to take care of a whole community. Um, And that really is the feel that you get when you're at Empty Bowls. Um, So again, fast forward to this year, um, we are doing a drive through. So it just, it's next Wednesday, April 28th um, from 11 to six. This Friday is the last day to sign up. Um, So you got a quick turnaround time. Um, You would simply go on the website, emptybowlsnc.org and you pick a soup there um, and then you will, you don't even have to pick a time that you're going to show up. You just come to it's we're staging it over at the truest um, slash Wake Forest football field um, and like Bridger Field House. Yeah. Um, and you just come through. We'll have fully staffed. Um, tell us your name. We'll have a bag ready for you. The one sort of sad thing is you're not going to get to actually hand pick your bowl. Yeah. Um, but it'll be like a goodie bag, like an old school surprise goodie bag that um, you'll get home and get to see what bowl you got. Wonderful. Also something, you still yeah, get a bowl. You still get a bowl. You still get a bowl. Um, and it, it's soups, uh, bread, and a dessert. Um, and they'll bring it to your car, sort of like going and picking up groceries at the grocery store, and then you can be on your merry way. Um, there'll be a DJ out there, so it'll be sort of high energy. There'll be some celebrities sort of coming and going, um, lots of people who have history with the food bank. Um, our Providence staff will be out there. They're the ones who are actually preparing all of the food that we're giving out. So we're really excited to be able to do something. We've had a great, great, great um, support from all of our sponsors and just ticket sales so far. Like I, I almost laugh. I'm like, I cannot believe people are still buying tickets. Like it is really. People want to do something. They want to get out. They want to see something different. Yeah. And, and they probably miss this event. Yeah. I mean, I miss it. It makes me like so jazzed up to do it next year because you realize just again, just hearing from different people. Oh, I've been every year. I was so sad last year. I can't wait to get back and just be around it this year. Um, so, yeah, we're really super excited to be able to do something that we think will be fun, um, easy way to give back um, and support Second Harvest and do something a little bit different. So coming up, um, it's right around the corner. It is the 20th annual Empty Bowls campaign from Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina. Uh, Reedy Mesh, thank you for coming by to talk Thanks about for that. Me, Jim. And, and getting us excited again about something that we've missed. Yeah. We've missed yeah. Easy, easy. Come on out. And visit our, our Facebook page, and we'll have uh, links there so you can find out all about uh, the uh, event and how you can uh, make your purchase so you can be a part of this great event supporting Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina. You're listening to Afternoon Jazz at 90.5 FM WSNC.